a pastor, Henry Harder, and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. I'm Ed Peters. We return today to Romans chapter 11, moving on to verses 25 through 27. We have been looking at God's purpose for the setting aside of the nation Israel, thus allowing the Gentiles to become a part of God's family. Paul used the example of grafting to demonstrate his point. He recognized that his example was contrary to nature. So it becomes obvious that his reasoning is more theological than horticultural. It would be difficult horticulturally to graft broken branches back into its parent tree. But the Jews really belong historically and theologically to the parent tree. Thus, they will much more readily be grafted into their own olive tree. Now, as we come to verse 25, Paul continues the thought from verse 24. He is now going to discuss the mystery of Israel's regrafting into the parent tree. This mystery was formerly hidden, but is now revealed by God for all to know and understand. Here now is what he writes. I want you to know about this truth from God, dear brothers, so that you will not feel proud and start bragging. Yes, it is true that some of the Jews have set themselves against the gospel now, but this will last only until all of you Gentiles have come to Christ, those of you who will, and then all Israel will be saved. Do you remember what the prophets said about this? There shall come out of Zion a deliverer, and he shall turn the Jews from all ungodliness. At that time, I will take away their sins just as I have promised.
Paul makes an emphatic statement in verse 26 that all Israel will be saved. What is meant by this phrase? One interpretation is the total number of elect Jews of every generation, equivalent to the fullness of Israel spoken of in verse 12. Another interpretation is the total number of the elect, both Jews and Gentiles, of every generation. Then a third interpretation is the great majority of Jews in the final generation. Now we must realize and understand that the salvation of the Jews will, of course, be on the same basis as everyone's salvation, a personal faith in Jesus Christ, crucified and risen from the dead. Now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. We're in a very exciting chapter of Paul's letter to the Romans. We're in chapter 11, which relates to the future of the Jewish nation. Does Israel as a nation have a future in God's program? It is true that Israel as a whole rejected the Messiah when he came in Jesus. What are the consequences of that rejection? Is God through with Israel? Have they forfeited the benefits of the promises made to them by God? This chapter answers some of those questions. Here Paul makes essentially two points. First, Israel's rejection is partial, not total. And two, Israel's rejection is temporary, not final and permanent. I've spoken about these two at length in the past week's programs. Today we look at verse 25 and the first phrase of verse 26 of this 11th chapter. Paul writes, I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers, so that you may not be conceited. Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in, and all Israel will be saved. I need to comment first on the word mystery. Paul writes, I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery, brothers, so that you may not be conceited. When Paul or the other New Testament writers use the word mystery, they do not refer to something that is mysterious nor something that is an enigma, nor to something difficult to understand. It is rather a reference to something that was a secret about the past or about the future, and that is now being revealed. It is truth regarding the purpose of God that was once unknown. Now then, what is the truth here that is now revealed. It is that Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the number of Gentiles has come in. That's the mystery. God wanted the Gentile Christians to know this, so he revealed it so that they would not become conceited because they were given the gospel and they were receiving Christ. Now look closer at this mystery. Paul mentions Israel's hardening. The word means dullness. As a result of their unbelief, God dulled their perception. But that dulling was only in part. It wasn't total. Some Jews responded to the good news of the gospel. So the hardening of Israel to Christ is partial, not total. Now notice that the hardening is temporary, not permanent. That dullness or hardening will continue only until the full number of the Gentiles has come in. Paul writes, At that time the partial hardening will be removed and all Israel will be saved. That's verse 26. 
What does the full number of the Gentiles mean? Whatever that means, it is then that Israel's dullness will be removed. I take it that fullness means that Paul refers to a coming time when there will be a sweeping revival among all Gentile nations and most will receive the Lord. Perhaps this is related to Jesus' statement when he said that the time would come when the gospel of the kingdom would be preached to all nations. I believe that there is coming a time when the gospel will sweep across our world and most Gentiles will accept the Lord. They will be more than just evangelized. They will be converted. It is then that Israel's dullness will be removed and it is then that all Israel will be saved. That does not mean that every single Jew will accept Jesus as Messiah, but the nation as a whole will. I believe Paul refers to ethnic Israel here, not to some spiritual group like the church made up of Jews and Gentiles. Paul's statement that all Israel will be saved is more than just a hope that will never be realized. It is a prediction that is certain of fulfillment. Although Israel rejected the Messiah when he came, that rejection isn't total. There is always a remnant. Nor is that rejection permanent. One day Israel will as a whole receive the one whom they pierced as their Messiah. There is a move today not to refer to Jews who accept Jesus as Messiah as Christian Jews. The word Christian was a pagan derogatory term when it was first applied to believers in Christ many years after Jesus' ascension. Perhaps Jews who believe in Jesus as Messiah could be called Messianic Jews or completed Jews. All Israel will be saved will happen. Paul here quotes from the prophet Isaiah to prove his point. Here is what Paul quotes. It's recorded by Isaiah in chapter 59, verses 20 and 21, and chapter 27, verse 9. The Deliverer will come from Zion. He will turn godlessness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them, when I take away their sins.
What's new is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA. 